0: Hello. Oh yeah, you're all right. Yes. I've got my headphones on. Oh okay. Because it's um, I re- when I heard us back, I realised I was like really, really shouting. <laughs> like I was like, hey, nah. <laughs> and I thought nobody really needs to hear me at that level. <laughs> <laughs> have you got your cup of tea? I have my cup of tea. Yes. I next mine. I'm not making another one. Oh, if, no. I one, no, if I make another one, no, because if I make another one, it will be a trip to the toilet. And I don't really want that. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, you know what it's like you get you get in that thing of tea, you're drinking loads and then you're like, oh my God, let's go. <laughs> so yes, I didn't want any of that. How are you doing today?
1: Yeah, I'm all right. I can't say I've done much. I've literally kind of got out of bed, had a shower and got made tea. That's what I've done.
0: I've got to make yeah. tea. Oh no, I've got got up. It... I just threw any old clothes on and then I just got a cup of tea that's it so I'm just like oh so I was watching Murder Among the Mormons nice oh, I want to see that that looks really good they do some really really good docu's on this this is I've even got because I've got my little list like of the, the chatting we're doing and then um, I'm even going to mention two of them on, on it about because it's, it's just this It's Netflix is just like a wealth of stuff isn't it there's so much information and knowledge on there Yeah, I love it but yeah this one looks good I like the fact that it's, it's a Mormon doing it <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the fact that anybody's dead I just don't like I like the fact that it's that because often enough like with being in any spiritual sort of like whatever you are these are the people that are always the ones that are telling us we're the, we're the evil ones. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: So kind of like <laughs> not so not so good now, are you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, oh, fall full from grace.
0: <laughs> did you um? Did you have a little? Did you make a little list? Of what? Because th- well, are we still going to talk about toxic spirituality? Oh yes. Because I was just i why I even made a list. Basically, I wrote toxic spirit trance and I just wrote the things that it means, that things I want to talk about, with like together. And then I just sort of like was like, oh, I hope he's made one.
1: Oh, <laughs> I didn't know I was meant to. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I'll be led by you.
0: No, <laughs> well, it is mine, but no. Oh dear me, how is um? Yeah, do you, how do you feel about being on a podcast? First of all, this is your first time, isn't it?
1: It is my first time. Uh, fine. It's just like a phone call.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, I think it would be like better when you're like, sitting together. But I mean, we are in COVID.
1: Yeah. We'll have, our, we'll have our own little studio.
0: Yeah, we will do when I pull my finger out and stop watching killer documentaries. <laughs> 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 yeah, and I've got loads to do. I've got candles to do and everything today. But usually on a Sunday morning, I'll just come and watch something for a couple of hours and then I'll just get on and do so. Because you've got to leave time for yourself, don't you? It's the whole wellness thing.
1: Absolutely. 100%.
0: You can't leave no time to yourself.
1: So, watching... um, I... Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, go go sorry. no, no. no. <laughs> I was about to say, we've been watching um, The Terror. Ooh.
0: Interesting. Um,
1: it's uh, BBC, uh, BBC One... Series. It's got some really good names, then, but I can't remember them to tell you them. Um, mm-hmm. You'll know the faces, um, but it's based in the nineteen forty no, 1840s, um, and it's about uh, British uh, two British ships, naval ships, that go uh, to discover. I think it's the Arctic. They go through because they're trying mm-hmm. to open up a trade route from mm-hmm. England to Bye. China and India. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's uh, the ship, the Erebus and the Terror. I think it's yeah. kind of based on a true story because didn't they find the ships? Um I think and died. But it's, um, yeah, they basically go there and then they get trapped and they get hunted by something. Which is really good. Cool. Yeah, it's really good. So highly recommend.
0: I'll add that to my list of things my ever growing list. So this never seems to, I don't know about you, but I never seem to get the time to go through everything. No. I've got so much on my list and some of it I'll never see
1: yeah it's just
0: just don't have the time between work and just time for yourself and doing things you just don't just won't get through them but I will put that on my list with an intention to go and do it oh I thought we'd talk about toxic spirituality today yes because it's something that I know bugs you and it really bugs me really bugs me in fact, it's getting me on my nerves, actually. And I like the thing about my podcast is I like I'm, I'm hoping that people that are new to any spiritual path at all do stumble across me because I, I like to be really honest about things. And I think that it's really important because before they get dragged into dragged into things in a way that makes them feel shamed or or anything like that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree. <coughs>
0: Because I was looking at, um, I would know. There's loads of, there's loads of articles about toxic spirituality. Loads. Yeah. And um yeah, yeah. I had a look, just a quick look, but there's I noticed there's loads. And one of the the first thing I noticed is that, and it was really important. Um, as it was a good point. Was ego? How everybody's like ego. To me, obviously, you have to shed your ego because you know who likes a jumped up idiot, <laughs> but people feeling proud of themselves is not a bad thing and people are making achievements is not a bad thing um and i feel that sometimes people get the ego thing wrong when i'm talking to someone about ego i think it's i try to tell them it's more about not being judgy more about not being you know superficial in that way
1: but you know i think it ties in as well to um because it's like any bully, isn't it? Like they, they bully other people to make themselves feel good because they've got their own issues to deal with. And I yeah. think a lot of the time it comes back to that um, imposter syndrome. I think a lot of people suffer with imposter syndrome. And to make mm-hmm. themselves feel more legitimate, they mm-hmm. feel like they've got to prove a point and tear down other people because then that makes them... Do you know what I mean? It, it reinforces right. their, their own stuff.
0: Yeah, I get what you mean. I mean, take that lady from the other day. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a pure. If I had a textbook example of toxic spirituality, that is a typical one, actually. The whole like deflection of like, because um, about, I mean, I had this good conversation with Rachel um, about and how we were both saying, not everything is spiritual. Not everything is. Sometimes, things are not spiritual. So if somebody's saying to you, "Hold up, you are being judgmental." I don't like that. You don't have to come back at them with um some wishy-washy jargon about how they're your mirror or you're their mirror or something like that. You just you have to accept that you have crossed somebody's boundary. Yeah, absolutely. You, you don't. Like it. And I think there's so much of that that goes on in the community. It really drives me mad. Yeah. It's yeah.
1: Just, it's See, too some people just take it too far. Sometimes a leaf is just a leaf.
0: Yeah, like sometimes it's that whole thing in spiritual groups, isn't it? Where people, I mean, I've been in so many of them on Facebook, but I always end up coming out because a lot of the times it's like a picture of, I don't know, my slipper on the floor. Oh, my slipper on the floor fell like this. What does it mean?
1: Yeah. <laughs> that my slipper fun? fell facing the east during, you know, while the sun was setting. <laughs> right, OK.
0: Yeah, you if it just happened to feel like that there's nothing special going on like I'm sorry wasn't <laughs> there
1: one less- ages ago about that girl who lit candles in her bedroom and then burnt herself or something and she took yeah and she took it as a sign that the guy that she was sleeping with was bad for her. and it's like don't light yeah. candles in your bedroom
0: <laughs> I, think, I think she'd put them above her bed oh that's right yeah yeah and- she
1: put them on her headboard didn't she or something like that and um and through top one yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Oh, I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. But it's true. Like that—that yeah. that poor bloke he might might be a nice guy, but um, unfortunately, he got blamed for something that wasn't him. Actually, I think it's that lack of ownership, isn't it?
1: Yeah,
0: that's yeah. what it is. And it's There's just pointing the finger at something else. Hmm. I mean, like at the <clears> other <throat> day. Um, If you have overstepped the boundary with somebody or you're over-familiar with someone, that's another thing that gets me about um, a lot of love and lighters do this, where they're suddenly coming into their own, they're starting to feel things differently, you know, really understand things in a different way. You can't be that person that runs down the street, grabbing people by the shoulders, going, doom is upon us, you know, you can't do that. That's not, it just seems to be like, but they'll cite like, yes, but love and light, yeah, but there's, you have to have morals about it. Otherwise, it's not. If if somebody is um, is if somebody you don't really know them, but you decide to tell them something that you think is a download or whatever, um, you you actually are being over familiar. Is what you're doing? Yeah, I mean, so that's, I mean
1: that's the. Down- I think that's the thing that people need to learn and accept with this stuff is that, <clears throat> like, opening yourself up to all of this stuff especially if you're gifted you're going to get lots of information and part of the burden of that is knowing what to do with it because Ooh. so for example i i um i was doing a client uh when was this this was quite a while ago um it was before the december lockdown yes it was before the december lockdown so i've done this client for years and years and years and years for those who don't know i'm a hairdresser um and i was cutting her hair and we were talking late stage pregnancy but all of a sudden i had this horrible horrible feeling it had nothing to do with the conversation we were having but i had this horrible feeling and this kind of knowing in my bones that something was going to happen to a baby you can't turn around i couldn't like grab her by the arm and be like oh my god you need to go to the
0: doctor because
1: i really okay. think something's going to happen to your baby you can't yeah. do that um, well,
0: it is inevitably something, if you do that to someone, it will happen to them. Exactly, yeah. Will be like
1: then, the stress yeah. alone. So it's knowing what to do with the information. So I chose not to do anything with it. You know, either I hoped I was wrong and everything's fine. But if something does happen, then you just got to live with the fact that I knew something was possibly going to happen. But you can't, there are limits and there are boundaries to that kind of stuff. And I think people, people get involved within the esoteric community and develop their gifts thinking it gives them a right to say whatever comes into their head or whatever information they get through and think oh well i must tell you this no No. you must
0: not tell me (laughs) i didn't ask you that's exactly yeah yeah that's the thing is like um if i wanted some sort of so like like for example if i wanted some sort of juridic advice i'll ask you it's fact but i'm not going to go and ask some random woman that's just done one um their level one reiki course because they're not they're not it's me they won't have the knowledge i need
1: i think it comes down to consent doesn't it if i ask you the question i'm consenting for you to give it to me versus Mm. you just getting the information spiritually and just being like oh well here's some oral vomit about stuff i know about (laughs) you
0: Yeah, it's true, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, as well, and there's that whole thing of if you react to it. So I'm like, it's, it's this is a real, this is for me personally, my, this is a, this is a, this is going to be my lifetime struggle is not reverting in back to ways that will make me low vibe. Then it's just, it's really, really hard because I have a stressful job that, um, and people for some reason like to try me a lot. So um, I'm constantly trying my best to, be better, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but I do believe really, really we have to react. I think if you've given somebody lots of, you've given them like, you know, warnings like, please don't be like that, or I don't really like that. And if they do push it, push it, push it, then I think you should be able to react. And it's a human thing, and you've got to be a human being because that's what we are at the end of the day. But there's that whole thing of if you react that, oh, well, you need to do more work on yourself. Sorry. <laughs> yeah didn't you just say something to me that was really invasive and rude and no I don't need to do more work on myself you do actually you are the one that needs to think about the things you say to people because like, but I don't like that thing that people do that a lot but like you shouldn't have you shouldn't react in any way but you should actually you should always react yeah
1: absolutely because, because there's a huge difference isn't there between being toxic and nasty and pulling other people down and <clears throat> being an angry like I was going to swear then. I don't know if you like swear words in your podcast. I don't, <laughs> but I
0: don't mind. Sometimes I swear. I I'm being an
1: angry so and so, and then there's a difference between healthy expressions of anger. And if someone crosses the line, you're allowed to express your anger at that. You you know don't take it too far as to pull them down. But you're allowed to say no. That's not acceptable.
0: Well, I think that's why people end up in cults all of that when they they're going blindly down that road like that. Mm. I, th- I do. I think it's what people just end up before you know it. They're in. Uh, I watched that Bikram one and the Wild World, World County one. Both of them were like, well, Bikram wasn't a serene yoga. He was yoga, but uh, the hot yoga. But Wild World, World County was that that robish, you know, overly, overly spiritual. Not overly spiritual, but overly serene. Doesn't react to stuff. Like that was the sorts of people that ended up in that cult. Mm. Brainwashed for years.
1: I started watching there was a documentary on I think it was Amazon or maybe it was Netflix about the people who wore red um, and basically took over Yeah that's the one Is that the one? That's the one That's the one Yeah yeah yeah. I never ended up watching the end of it because I just thought it just got a bit weird for me and I was like no I'm not gonna (laughs) I don't wanna watch anymore
0: Well a local esoteric shop in our town Lyndon the man has a red robe that's all I'm saying (gasps) Amazing He does
1: I'll have to go quiz him
0: And when I asked he said that that's where he, that he was in that that cult. Really? Yeah, really. No, <laughs> but if you go in his shop, all the stuff is this toxic spirituality stuff, this love and light and all the time. Yeah. And... But that it, it makes sense, doesn't it? That you think of it like that. Yeah. And And I'm really wary of... I'm not saying that person's enough, like I like that person. Like, they were funny, but they're not going to ever be very close to me. But... um. It makes me wary of that.
1: Yeah. Thing is, though, it's tricky. Like, with, <clears throat> I think anything to do with cults it is a very toxic environment, but you don't know who's, who, which ones are the predators and which ones are the prey. Because there's so many people that get duped into this stuff and then they're brainwashed into believing it versus the people that some of them, know what's going on.
0: Some of them start off as the prey and end up a predator, which is like yeah. this weird Stockholm stuff that they've got. It's just, it's really weird do you, I mean I don't know because I've never mixed in really in druid circles what's it like there
1: um well to be fair I've never actually been part of a druid circle <coughs> or a grove but mm-hmm.
0: um druidry's
1: re- mm, I don't think you'd particularly get it although there was uh, there was an incident within the ADF the American druid um group and druid uh, druid fellowship
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh their leader and I, to be fair, I don't know a whole lot about him. So he was either dead, and they praised him as an ancestor at the beginning of every um, ceremony. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think that's right. Actually, I think he 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 put Fain together, um, got everything going, and then he, he passed. So they kept him alive through me- whenever they did ritual, they would um, invite him in and like venerate him as an ancestor. But it became came to light. Um, a few years ago that actually he was a he um he abused people and um, wow. quite severely so it almost destroyed the the druidic order um but what they did the elders mm. of at the time um basically rewrote the the doctrine of andrioc fame and they removed him as an ancestor and kind of banished him forthwith so it was constructively dealt with that's the only kind of scenario that i know Mm. of like that but druidry primarily is more of a spirituality than it is a a magical practice so it's more about accepting where you are in the web of life and channeling and connecting with the life force of all things so it's it's
0: it's, funny isn't it like all of them are the same really most of them are the same it's all about just being good people and just accepting things because i think acceptance is literally the best the best lesson and once you've achieved acceptance kind of life gets so much easier yeah
1: i think a lot of the bad ones kind of you see a lot of the time they they view everything as like a pyramid so there's like an ascension pyramid Mm. and there are beings above other beings whereas druidry kind of views it as a a cycle and a circle like we're here Mm. and we depend on this that's there and it depends on this and we're all depending on each other and when you start removing things from that web things start to fall into chaos so uh, the main main aspiration of a druid is firstly peace but also to make sure that the web um, of life is maintained so we're kind of shepherds of the woods and guardians of I suppose the natural world really that's our purpose as a druid that's what we aim for Um, Mm -hmm. versus I think some other spiritualities and I'm not saying we're better than others because we're not but some other spiritualities that kind of work more on, um, you know, you've got to climb this ladder to get to the top and blah, blah, blah. Because those are the ones that kind of... Yeah, I hate that. Yeah.
0: They're the reasons why I think when you get lots of, like, baby witches and so on, they feel pressurised to just inundate themselves and learn all these incantations and spells when actually, um, to you know, to attain some sort of place like other witches. And I see a lot of this on TikTok. But TikTok is a really... Sp- there's two sides to TikTok, as in, on um, spirituality or wicca or whatever. There's the really good side where people are literally informative. They're just sharing. They're like, you know, supportive. And then there's the other side where it's just a, another click. And I've I've seen like I'm, I'm I you know me because I send you them. I'm like, look at this person. Look what's happening here. Um, and like like the like there was those five accounts. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, were really the five but they um, they were really good because they they were obviously people that used TikTok a lot they were obviously other people's accounts Um, but they didn't do anything really they didn't and they started to sort of share good good information actually and then but because they weren't doing facial videos because they weren't getting involved in things they got set upon by well-known witches on there and then ended up coming off because, because they were, you know, just was pressurised and then people got bullied for sticking up for them. It was silly. It was really, really silly. So it's... um And I, I, I really wish that people would understand that your own journey is yours. Yeah. It's nothing to do with other people. That's, it's all That's yours. the
1: biggest thing, isn't it? Like, you can, you can be part of a collective but ultimately your journey is your own. Like, if you yeah. and me were part of a coven um for example yes okay we would be Hmm. bound by what the high priest or priestess wants the coven to do and work on but outside of the coven our own practice is our own and our own development is our own it's got nothing to do with anybody else other than ourselves
0: no no it doesn't and if if, like there's something that really resonates with you from another path then then you know embrace it and but don't I, i hate this thing where people do tell each other not to do things or do say you can't do it like this you can as long as you're respectful like with deities for example as long as you're respectful of them you carry on but if you're not respectful then obviously <laughs> oh <laughs> it's up to you to, to to wear that that you know that whatever comes from that but um, I just I feel like there's so much pressure to people to conform and to me it's no it's not dissimilar to like the Catholic Church sometimes Especially when it gets with like you know how you know how some groups can be, yeah, misconformity, yeah, and and it's the same. It's like just moving from one church to another. Like you, may have, it's just the same. Maybe you will may go back to the other church was in the first place. <laughs> so it, it's, it's just... well, isn't it? Like, it's, I, I, I really struggled when we were having when, when we were in a group of friends because um, as time went on, one person was becoming sort of like a bit more controlling over what other people were doing. And I think that was really I thought that was really wrong at the time because I was thinking, actually none of your business what that person what road that person's on. Yeah. No
1: one no other people what they should do or can't
0: do. No. No, unless it's a closed practice, in which case obviously you have to respect that. I mean I wouldn't like to declare that I have a certain Arisha because you might because you make them mad. If you don't respect them yeah. properly you know what i mean so that's that's why and i'm not initiated into any um any african like spiritual path like the one that exists in ghana yeah. um i'm not but i would it's not to say i wouldn't be in the future but i know that if you do try and mess with these those deities they don't like it unless they've appeared to you and you've gone through the proper channels I mean, that's a completely different thing being closed close practices. And there was, you know, there are close practices and there, people need to respect those too as well. It's not like it's, you can learn as much as you want. I've got a book on carry shells, but I'm not an ordained um, priestess. So I can't use it. I think when it comes to, it's, it's <laughs> so for me,
1: I think there's a difference between traditions of magic and spirituality and then gods. So mm. I think with gods, um, if you want to work with someone, um, a particular god, like either wait for them to come to you or just ask them and see what their response is if it's positive great do it because um, at the end of the mm. day like they we don't understand how time or anything works on their plane or how they perceive anything so we can't really we, well, that's yeah, our yeah, we can't box, really say time? well I, I i wouldn't do this because it'll offend them because we don't truly really know what offends them i think it's just always safe mm. to err on caution and ask or just wait to be invited So like for me, I'm not, I don't come from Greece as far as I'm aware. Um, and uh, and I don't have any lineage to know. Greece as far as I'm aware.
0: Um, you never know though, Roman well, Empire. This is it. People get popping um, out. Um, but <laughs> I started
1: working with the goddess Hecate um ages ago and i got really into it and i loved it and it was great she's very demanding though but for that i i approached her um i approached her Mm. and everything was kind of i got green light and that was great um but then there was kind of this shift and i started hearing keridwin's name everywhere everywhere i went i kept on hearing her name and then i started seeing her in dreams um so that was a very clear sign to me that keridwin was contacting me so then there was this There was this moment where i had these two goddesses that are very different um keridrin's very kind of she's firm but gentle at the same time it's kind of that motherly firmness whereas hecate was more of like a a teacher kind of standing over you you know do this like this do this like that you've done it wrong um still good and it helps to make you better but just a different approach anyway i digress um what was I saying? Yes, <clears throat> there's a difference between working with gods and um, and the traditions of a culture. So, like, I'm not, I don't work with um, like Grecian like magic or anything like that. But I still chose to work with Hecate. So there's there's differences. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I think that's no, that's right. Actually, that's like, right. Could, um, sorry, I think- you,
1: but you like you could you could work with the goddess Diana, but not be a Strega.
0: I couldn't work with the, the goddess that because I'd just be singing that MJ <laughs> <I'm all> <laughs> I just, honestly I couldn't like. Oh uh, no, no, I think that's right. I mean, like you can obviously ask them, but I think that's the problem is a lot of people don't. They just feel like they have this right to work with whoever, and it's again that's that that of spirituality stuff because nobody. Um, if if you say to them, it's no like. I'm not being rude, but you shouldn't. You shouldn't force yourself up, upon a god. They will, you know, they don't like it. And then, well, you, you're gatekeeping. No, I'm just trying to tell you to be respectful because if if you don't, we'll fuck you up, basically. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the difference, isn't it? Like, res- be respectful. Ask ask them if they want to work with you. Then work with them. If they don't want to work with you, don't try it. You can't just look at them and go when I really like that god or goddess um I'm just gonna work with them because that's what I want to do yeah this doesn't work like that it's not about you (laughs) although it is about you it's not about you at the same time I mean I tried to ignore well I say not ignore but I I stopped working with Ganesh as much for a while and um because I thought I don't know you need a break Ganesh I need a break you know it was like that working with Divine Feminine and Masculine for a long time. You you know, like, you know I've yeah. been doing that. And then recently, I had this, like, I started seeing Ganesh everywhere. And then I was like, oh. And I looked at him and I was like, okay. Okay. Brought him down. Loads of stuff has happened in my life since. That's brilliant. Put him on my own again. But that is, like, him sort of saying, at the time, it was him saying to me, come on, Jade, we've got some work to do. Yeah. And but he, I realized there were some gods as well that are always going to be in your life. You'll go through phases like, like Kerrithwin. Yeah, you're gonna, you'll be there'll be a time when you dip out of her life or she dips out of your life for a bit, and then you're gonna get that telling again, aren't you? Like, come on, this time now, we've got to, we've got some stuff to Absolutely. do with And I think that that's, it's just, it's such a murky world. It isn't is, it? But it's meant to it's be. Such...
1: I like, I was right, uh, so in the book, um, Ankara Gwyn uh, by Robin Artism highly recommend Um, he talks about Mm -hmm. um, like the world of spirituality is meant to be murky it's meant to be shadowy it's Mm -hmm. not in a dark way but that's where this stuff thrives you can't look at spirituality through um, with like a a surgical operation light beaming over the top of it because it just strips away any of the magic and all of the mysticism Because, like, you know, mm. we used to have such reverence for nature in the trees until science got involved. <clears throat> and, like, I'm not knocking yeah. science, but, like, science then just looked at you and was like, oh, yeah, well, trees, oh, they're, they're just carbon, aren't they? And they just do this and that's their function. And that's it. So it took away all the mysticism and all the magic because they looked at it through a microscopic lens. So then people stopped associating yeah. all of the sacredness to the trees. And now we're just butchering loads and loads of trees. So we've got no respect for the land
0: anymore. No, so, none. I mean, actually, I went. We went past some oaks yesterday that used to be in Kingston, St. They're it's gone. So sad. And I said to Ray, I said, so those, "Those oaks are gone, and they're like older than all of us." And you know, it's it's just, yeah. I think that, but I think things will come full circle. I mean, like we say, like I, although I'm not a druid, I do believe in in that everything being circular. So I think that it will come full circle where everyone will start to and you, because of all this pandemic and stuff. Obviously, people have seen a lot of that um, a lot of their own spirituality again haven't they they've sort of started to lots of people started to wake up which is really really so. good um, it's just falling into <coughs> that trap of, I don't, it's falling into that trap of not being gas it's a lot of gaslighting yes. as well a lot of gaslighting I mean like that comment I've got to go back to that woman again but that comment she when I basically said to her I don't you've been judgmental like I'm not really happy about that Um straight to gaslight you are this I am your mirror um, blah 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 and it was like whoa we don't even know I don't even know anything about you um, just because you're mad that I've told you to stop you can't then gaslight me just to, because you don't like it yes. basically it's, it's wrong to do that and then, they, then that's when I think that people become abusers then because of that that kind of because there's no, no culpability. I think sometimes I do, because it's that murky world, there are some times where people are not reminded to be culpable. But then at the same time, that's part of Absolutely. growth, isn't it? So at some, <coughs> at some point you let you level up and you think, yeah, I've been a really judgmental piece of shit here. Um, yeah. I better stop being like that. Or, or whatever it is you're doing, like literally whatever it is you're doing. But I, I think that, I think one of the things I'd like anybody who's new to it just to just to think to themselves um, does this sound right and not get sort of swept Absolutely. up in it I mean we saw that on, when I joined TikTok in the first place and then there was that lady that was following me and we were like oh she was a oh, bit yeah. intense mm. and it's that whole it dresses it up in mental illness doesn't it and like it dresses up the mental illness when it should be that people are just you know using it, it should be helpful to for, for you if you're struggling. Um, but it also shouldn't be something that glosses over any problems that you've got. Because you like, un, although we're not heavily on medicine and so on here, you know, if you've got those problems, go and yeah, see a doctor absolutely. because it's mm, this isn't going to help you, so it's going to maybe stave off some psychosis for a while, and then it's you're just going to end up in the worst situation. Well, there's a saying, one day before
1: magic, so. <clears throat> before you start putting magical associations mm. to things maybe kind of look at it from a mundane point of view first well
0: I mean, it's the shadow yeah. work stuff isn't it there's a lot of that like shadow work you must do it yes you know what everybody should do shadow work um but um one of the things like you know um our lovely friend carlita was doing loads of shadow yes. work at one point and she was really in a real stressful she so she dropped off the radar, and I messaged her, and I was like, "You're were right, love." And she was like, "I've just been doing all this shadow work, and now I'm, it's all a bit much." And I was like, "Just do it in bits." And that's how I do my shadow work. Like, if I feel like I, if I feel like I'm in a stressful day, um, I don't do it that day. I don't do anything that day. I'll just be me for a couple of days, and then when I'm ready to work on something, I will work on something. And I think that's what it should be. Like, not this thing that you can rush. It's a lifelong thing. But it's not the yeah. answer to everything. And some things you're going to need to see well, a psychologist. And there's no, there's no one way
1: to do it. I mean, the way I tend to do shadow work is if I have issues and things that I need to look at. <clears throat> and I'll kind of, I'll spend a good couple of days looking at myself truthfully. Um, and I'll feel awful mm. for a couple of days. It's horrible. And then I'll, um, I'll go into the woods, have a good walk and just talk and just talk and talk and talk to the trees and whatever will hear me and by the time i finish my walk i feel so much better and so much lighter um
0: yeah i mean it's not a nice thing is it sometimes um sometimes shadow work is not nice at all but it's just one of those like but it's this in in spiritual circles people really have this thing about it and i've seen a lot of it recently it's the same as moldavite at the moment is trending everyone's getting bits of moldavite and then they can't deal with the impact of the um, of the powers of that on their life. And there's so many videos I've seen where they're just crying, going, i got more than two days ago, and all this stuff has happened. And it's like, that's not your answer, actually. If you're not ready for lots of changes to happen, then yeah. don't don't use that. And if you're not ready, honestly, I think this is that's so, and I tell people this, and I don't care. I'm like, if you're not ready to see yourself how you have been
1: don't I mean this whole like I think one of the biggest things about magic and not just magic but like the whole esoteric kind of part is it's about ownership and self-sovereignty and when we say self-sovereignty it's not the kind of yes mama yes god kind of sovereignty (laughs) it's that (laughs) (laughs) it's that that strength of character you know if I do a working Mm. I am responsible for that power. If it goes wrong and I end up hurting people, I can't be like, "Oh, yeah, but you know, Mars is in retrograde and whatever, and it's because of this." Blah, blah, yeah, blah. Exactly, no, yeah. it's my fault. I didn't word things properly. I didn't do things properly. There, my emotions were all over the place. Mm-hmm. My focus wasn't on what it should have been. You know, if you're gonna do this kind mm-hmm. of stuff, you have to take ownership for it. And you've got to have the strength of
0: well, the whole yeah. Whole thing you've got thing. to have
1: the strength of personality um, to hold your head up high mm. and own your failures as much as your successes. And I think a large part of it, is as well, that I think a lot of like younger practitioners and people who walk this kind of path struggle with, is not bragging. The amount of stuff I've done that's been successful. But you can't brag about it because that undermines the magic. It's not about ego. It's not about, well, yes, I did this and then this happened and I'm amazing. And oh my God, isn't that amazing? No, you do your working and you keep it to yourself.
0: You know what? I did my favorite thing. This is just me, though. I do working. I did a working last October, I think it was. And i for- completely forgot about it <laughs> i did it and literally forgot like within 24 <laughs> hours <laughs> and then months went by and then this person did this f- load of stuff and this happened and now they're off and i was like why has that all happened and i sat and i went and like you know when i have that penny drop moment i was like oh oh I forgot. Yay. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) But um and I think one of the things that um I know that time's going on, so you'll have to go in a minute, won't you? Um is that um the really responsible the the really on Instagram, for example, the really well known witches have really got this responsibility here because they're passing information and i'm not going to mention any names but we're going to talk about the shower boy oh yeah here um he is a prime example because um he does show his workings okay he's trying to teach people but he doesn't um ever comment about repercussions for things he doesn't ever um you know he never ever puts that into his his media online he just does the work in and sometimes doesn't explain and sometimes you can't go around hexing people all the time. You just can't do it. Because at some point, shit's going to come back to you in a way. doesn't matter if you're leaving threefold karma, or whatever. It's a, it's a circle, isn't it? So if it comes back to you, you can't then go, oh shit, oh shit. But my worry is not necessarily that person. It's the people that are blindly doing stuff because they've seen them do it and they think it's okay to do it and they don't really have any... They have no... They're not, they have no um, responsibility for their work here because that person's not really said anything yeah. about it. You know what I mean? Um, that, that's, for me, my problem with them because I think, you know, I'm not going to blame. Like, say you was really new to something and you saw this stuff on his channel and you thought, do you know what? I've got all this information how to do it. I was going to do it. And you keep doing things like that I'm not going to blame you for you if something if something negative happens in your life that is just a repercussion of something. I'm going to blame him because he's never ever said to ever anywhere. Look, guys, if you keep doing this sorts of stuff, it's it's not very going to be very good for you. And not just very good for you is in events happening in your life. Actually, the content of your character oh, is not very good for you because you just can't absolutely. you just cannot go around going hex to you, hex to you, hex to you. I'm really I really, I've been my mum will say this I've been casting on my finger since I was a kid and I have to really be careful that I don't get it out <laughs> I hope it, you get do chicken parts. I do it when I I do, I do <laughs> it I do it on the front door when I was in, on the door at the time I used to literally get my finger out like what did you say and like without meaning to do it but I know that I shouldn't do it but at least I can explain to people look I don't mean to cast it's just a reaction I really try it. and I have to make sure that what I'm saying is not what I mean on my finger um, but you know what if I blindly just wish ill on everybody guess what will happen at some point to myself and that's not even magical that's just yeah I mean that's the thing like, depending on what rule
1: you believe in I do think <clears throat> so I do I come from a Wiccan background and um, I found the rule of times mm. three to be very gatekeeping it binds your hands in such a way
0: do you know what? Me and Panda had the same conversation the other day. She was like, Oh, I hate the Rule
1: yeah. of Free. So I was like so because I, I was like, You can't oh, do anything, and, everything like, comes was... back to you. So it was like, oh no. Jesus. So I changed my perspective and I view I viewed magic as more of like a an exchange and uh, and a debt. So whatever I do, I'm accumulating mm. not necessarily a debt, but there's like a like a reservoir there. So if I'm doing lots of good things, lots of beneficial things. There's there's like a backlog. There's you know there's an account being made, and if I start doing more bad things, there's you know there's a debt that needs to be paid at the end. <clears throat> so, and I view that very much as a judgment on my character. You know I'm not going to sit here and say oh I've been innocent all my life. I've thrown a few curses around, but people needed to be cursed. Um, would I do it all the time? Yes. No. It's a last measure. Mundane before magic. Right. If I have something to say to someone, I'll say it to them. Um, if someone's gone out of their way and done something yeah. horrific and really nasty to my my family and I'm not going to be a crazy person and go around there and beat the bejesus out of them but I made you a curse um.
0: yeah I think that's what it that's what for me I actually think really similarly along the same sort of lines except obviously you know I heavily believe in karma and stuff but karma mm-hmm. is something people get wrong because karma I think it's for something to do with I don't know I, I steal from this person so in a month or so that person's going to steal from me or someone's. it's not like that it's about karmic karmic law is yeah. about lifetimes and people don't get that so you're not just being good because you want to be good for this lifetime you want to be good for the rest of fucking all any lifetimes you might have like because you might if you if you do believe in reincarnation who wants to come back as a slave not me <laughs> <laughs> it's quite simple but also like do you, I don't really like to associate with people who have that kind of mindset because it's not even for me it's not about magic it's like well you can't wish people healthy, ill all the it? time that's not nice I don't want because then you sit and you wallow in in your own like negativity and then you before you know it you're making Instagram videos of yourself in the shower like, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> you just hear, like, <laughs> oh, no but it's true Lord. isn't it like that's the, that's the murky that's the murky path I don't actually want to be associated with anybody who's like that because I'm like mm mm-hmm. do like don't, don't throw yeah, it out no, that's not nice don't be horrible if you're mad with someone then just be mad with them unless they're causing you like causing you complete harm yeah. then obviously okay get your guns out but and I like to view hexing and stuff as literally like if you punch someone in the, this is the way I think about it apart from the karmic stuff um, if you punch someone yeah. in the face they're going to punch you back and that's the way I think about things whenever I think about anything that's what I think about and there are some people like also it's not really fair to do it to people who are non-spiritual unless they're bad people um it's it's really unfair because it's like kicking a dog that's harsh you know what i mean you wouldn't kick a dog (laughs) you wouldn't kick just nobody is a puppy isn't it because that's a defenseless defenseless old marjorie across the road is just a a bit mean okay we wouldn't do any magic on her because she's defenseless true same as a puppy you know, and that's the way I think about it. Like, I try and have conversations with people that are as normal Although now that as you as mention possible. it,
1: all the people that I've it cursed are non-magical people. <laughs> I've kicked a lot of puppies.
0: <laughs> no, but the, how bad oh, was great. it? They were how bad was pe- it? You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you have Let me be honest. Sometimes you actually have to, you know. Sometimes you really just have to be like, right, do you know what? I'm fed up of your shit. I'm gonna just, but my workings are never. I never hex people, never ever. Do you know that? Never. I just do things that separate yeah. me from that person. And when I do my workings, one of the things that I really make sure to do is to wish them well in my working. Even though, don't get me wrong, I'm through my teeth. <laughs> wish them well. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. But I wish them well. <laughs> because yeah. I don't like to keep I apart um,
1: I always weave in loopholes and get outs of my so so for example, the last I mean I've just I, not long ago I mentioned about, you know, oh don't brag, don't brag, I'm not bragging, I'm just giving you an example. The last the last curse I did no, was on the request of someone else and their their husband of however many years had been very unfaithful and basically ripped the entire family apart oh yeah so and they they asked me if i would do Mm -hmm. something for them so i was like absolutely he deserves it he's an asshole um but it wasn't on him it was on his mistress um but the loopholes i worked in were if the mistress realized her mistake and separated from him the curse would be lifted um if the person who asked me to do the curse forgave her the curse would be lifted um, and the, cur- would o- the curse mm-hmm. would only last a year at which point it would then end so there were three get out clauses so if any either of those three are met it's gone um, other than that it will just stay so I always yeah, like to really give good. people a chance to because I'm not punishing them because I just want to hurt them I'm punishing them to teach them a lesson you know <clears throat> so.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah no but I think you need to have your own school, I think. Like a school of... Because it's like, it's, I just feel like there's no morals out there. And not saying that you should be like morals, like high synth bouquet, morals, morals, morals. It shouldn't be like that. It's just that that, that those get out clauses are things that people aren't teaching others True. to do. Do you know what I mean? And that's something that is... Um, you know, that would be, that's a, that's a real, really important thing. I would totally rock a pitch.
1: hyacinth bouquet outfit as well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now that Hyacinth's involved, yes, I, I think it's time we made it a wrap.
1: We've been talking <laughs> to- yeah, we were only supposed to go for like 25, <laughs> half an hour.
0: I might do episode one and two. I might split it. We'll see. But I don't want to delete it okay. all, which no is what I did the other day. So I did, I did. I tried to mess about and then <laughs> it all went wrong so I'm not doing that. Right. Right. Thank you, thank for you for so me. much for the chat today. It's been lovely having you, Rob. You're welcome and I will, I um, don't know when I'm going to publish this. Okay. Probably in about an hour or so. Lovely. All right.